Corey West. I got a room with him during shot. Did you? And uh, I told him straight off, uh, you know, straight off the bat, I was like, hey, dude, I snore. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah. And everybody thought it was fun. And, you know, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> and uh, the, the next day, he was like, dude, you brought it to like a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Like I was making like Amazon sounds. And snores da, 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 like, da, 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 da. Snoring it's not like real snoring. The right word. You need a new word <clears throat> to describe your level of snoring. It's very unconventional. So um, mm-hmm. he let me know about that. And I was like, dude, I, I told you that. Right. That, like that's not news to me. My wife tells me that all the time. Yeah. And um, so. You need a sleep number me, bed. Well, he told me, he was like, you know what you need to do is you need to lay on your, slide, your side. Side. I was like, yeah, what do you think? I, do? I know. <laughs> like, I, I sleep in the recovery position because I don't want to choke myself to death, you know? Right, right. And um, he's like, yeah, sleep on your side. And he made the, the hands together pose on the face. He, he did the he, whole he thing. Did he that. did a he, visual for he you. He pantomimed that for me. Nice. And, um, get, you know, was giving me some advice on how I should sleep. So um, we're heading up to the room the next day. And this is like the day before the range day. Mm-hmm. So it's a on Sunday. the ATAX, yeah. And uh <coughs> sorry, I still have a bit of a cold. Um so we're getting on the elevator and this guy, he's got his cell phone mm-hmm. and he's and he's talking as he's getting on the elevator, but he's doing that um absolutely ridiculous chicken wing yes. ear thing. So he's got his phone in his ear, but his chicken wings all the way out. So he's like a three foot wide <laughs> person now. Cause his elbows, so right. He's and he's a safe space around and him. he's talking real loud and he's going, ha ha ha. Yeah. I can't believe my phone's working in the elevator. Ha, 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 ha. But he's got Corey pinned up against the wall with his elbow, nice. you know? So then he's like, Oh yeah, I'm on the elevator. Oh, oh reception's So great. And then he reaches in his pocket and pulls out these muzzle condoms. Muzzle condoms. Muzzle condoms. Okay. He goes, you guys are going to be the first ones at SHOT Show to receive some muzzle condoms. And I was like, okay. Lucky yeah, <laughs> Yay. So I put my hand out and he gave me some. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you too, buddy, you too. And like Corey's like, I'm like, Corey, put your, put your goddamn hand out. Mm-hmm. Get your so, muzzle condom. Yeah, get your muzzle condom. Let's do this. So I got a total of seven. I wanted 10 for each finger. Right, right. right. In case I ran into that guy again, I can just like wipe him on wipe his on, face. Wipe on his finger a bit. <clears throat> so, um. We're getting off the elevator, and lucky enough, he's getting off on the same floor we are. Nice. Yeah, so he wants to talk down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys live here? Ha, 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 ha. You know, as we're going, I was like, yeah, buddy, we live down this way. So we went the opposite direction of where he went. And um, we get back to the room, and I'm like, dude, that's like the gayest thing that's happened to me in an elevator at SHOT Show. In a while, and, yeah. Yeah, and Corey's like, well, ah, some some pretty gay stuff has happened to me. You know, So we're just kind of like telling stories back and forth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then um, getting ready for bed, so I pop some melatonin. And um, Ollie's are the best from Target. Oh, dude, I got mine. For, I got that whole like thousand count, mm-hmm. that thousand round count from Costco. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I get into uh, so I get into bed, and you know we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. So I set up my little fort. You know, I got a pillow fort going, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to help him out, so I'm not making all these noises. Right, right. So he's trying to make a barrier. <laughs> yeah. So I got yeah. a barrier, a sound barrier going. And I roll over on my side, right, away from him, not towards him, away from him, right? And I put my hands up on my face, and I lay down on the pillow, and I start falling asleep. Well, then I feel like a, like someone, it feels like someone's tugging on my blanket. Yeah, yeah. So I'm You got like, movement. Yeah, I got movement. In Norbert, it's not yeah, there. six o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Contact six. Mm-hmm. Contact rear, bro. Yeah, so, yeah. So 
So I turn, I roll over on my side a little bit, and I look over, and Corey's like kind of messing with my blanket. He's on your bed. He's on my bed. Yeah, I'm with you. So I said, are we doing this? Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And he stopped, and he looked at me like, what? (laughs) He goes, no. And I said, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. He goes, well, I'm I'm looking for the remote. And I pointed at the end table. I said, remote's right there, dude. <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay, all right, sorry. So he, he backs off and he lays he lays in bed. So I roll back over. And I was like, Corey. He goes, yeah. I said, that's the second gayest thing that's happened to me today. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mike from Mile High Shooting. And Frank from Sniper's Hall. And you're listening to the Everyday Sniper. Everyday Sniper. So we this <clears throat> is going to be our... our Final shot show other than the Litz interview, which I'm teasing you guys with. But um, I got Mike here. Oh, yeah, here. yeah. You're kind of just uh, got a carrot. You got yes, a carrot. I've been promo. teasing him with the Litz interview. It's good, man. <clears throat> we I talked about admit. it a little bit. We did. It's a good interview. But um, we did the other ones, the Team Recon Sniper guys. I, I talked to uh, Paul Phillips, and we talked about that at SHOT Show. So now we need your wrap-up at SHOT Show. And we have to explain to people, you work the booth. So you only get to see from the booth to the bathroom for 99% of the show. And there was one day, actually, I was able to get out for probably about, I don't know, half hour to 45 minutes and head over to Kestrel. Going over, I I saw you guys at Kestrel. So, yeah, we bumped into each other at Kestrel, and we talked to a couple of the American sniper, uh, uh, who is it, Rob? Yeah. um, But anyways, we'll get into that, man. I want to say thanks to Jake and his wife from... uh, Jake works Border Patrol. He was uh, he was on the furlough program. Okay. Um, he had been working and stuff like that. He came over and we talked a few. Uh, for actually, he came over two days in a row. We talked. We talked about knives. I guess his brother does the uh, mm-hmm. CKRT or whatever. Um, his wife, him and his wife came over and we chatted a little bit and talked to some everyday sniper stuff. Uh, we had a lot that Sean, the cop, Sean was on, was <clears throat> spent time with yep. us. Yep, Sean, he spent a lot of time with us, man. He was there for, mm-hmm. man, at least a couple hours. Yep. And, uh, you know, back and forth, jumping back and forth. He got to meet you. He was super excited about that. Um, and we had, the, we had the stealth patches in our, our the stickers yeah, in our Yeah, stickers. Pocket. So anytime anybody would mention the Everyday Sniper, I'd reach in my little thing and psh, there you go. Here's a couple stickers. Throw them on your gun yep, cases. Yeah, that was so cool. That was cool. Um, John from Canada, thanks for dropping off that combine hat. Did you nice. see that? Yeah, I, I posted that up on hat. Facebook. Uh, another dude from uh, Border Patrol, Marcus, stopped by and said what's up. And then I also, a nice young lady came by. Our nice booth, young lady. A nice young lady came by and mm-hmm. reminded us that women do listen to our podcast. And uh, it's kind of like... The day, after, thought, yeah, the day thought, after I'm talking boobies and short ass jeans. <laughs> yep, exactly that same day. Um <laughs> So I was reminded that uh, there are some ladies listening to our podcast, and uh, don't get us wrong, we love you guys, we love you ladies, and we do we want you to love the ladies. We, we want you guys to uh, feel comfortable listening to our podcast. Absolutely, just like we did with the kids and stuff. We try to limit all the cursing Who are they and everything. Though? They're dirtier than we are. Yeah, I know, man. They just they, get away. They're with terrible. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, we want to thank everybody for listening, and especially this year, all the support that I saw, just people coming up to the booth. Just to give you know, give a nod and a high five and be like, yo, uh, every yeah. sniper, you know, that was really cool. So I'm glad that we're doing what we're doing because now I feel that it's kind of um, solidified. Like what we are doing is putting out the information that that people want, or at least the information that they're like, I didn't know this is the information I needed. Yeah, because everybody's so used to being in that cycle <laughs> of the same old thing over and over again, and we tend to go outside the lines a little bit, and I think that makes a difference for the listener. That we can go down these kind of side holes that mm-hmm. nobody realize are out there 
And, and so I see that same feedback comes back where people are like, I didn't know what I didn't know until I started listening to you guys. Yeah. And it's, I'm, you know, I'm nowhere near where you're at, but I have a way of dragging that information out of you or at least yeah. getting you to a point where you're just like, oh, I remembered to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of my, that's, that's my primary role here. I am a shooter and I do enjoy this sport and everything, but I'm mostly here uh, to support the the listener and try to ask those questions that they shorty get out of here come on man we got puppy here hey right? puppy um try to support the shooter and uh and the listener and try to get them the information just kind of drag it out of you as we go and we get a lot of funny stories and a lot and we have a lot of good laughs yeah it's it's i mean honestly if we couldn't laugh what's the point of doing the podcast exactly you know we got to entertain us too right um i'm trying to think what else uh, just some house cleaning stuff um, I we announced registration today, so if you're listening to this within the next day or so, it'll be up. Um, Sniper's Hide Cup match in Washington. Nice. You can go to InMotionTarget.com and, and sign up in the shopping section. It, under shop, you'll see Sniper's Hide registration. Only $200 per shooter. We lowered that cost a little bit. We usually were $275. We brought it down to $200. You can shoot the match as an individual or a team, we're going to be running two matches at the same time. Which is funny. We see a lot of people that say, oh, well, you know, these match directors and these guys that are putting on these matches, they're getting $275 per person. They're making all this money. Well, now you can go backwards and say he's making $75 less, less. Than, he sh- than he should be, yeah. right? Or whatever. And, and a lot of times, and even at that price point, a lot of times those guys are losing money in the in the yeah. process. They're, it's they're, tough to make money on these matches like is. that. So don't get wrapped up around that stuff. It's 200 bucks to shoot. Just pay it. Um, but you can be a team or an individual, two-man team or a that's single cool. it's shooter. Kind of choose your own adventure. Yep, and then um, go, you can go to the Sniper Side Cup part of the website on the forum, and there's links and details there on what it's going to be, what it's going to take. Um, so we're going to have you know a lot of the same stuff back, the junior shooters, all those teams. So uh, we definitely posted that. Uh, also want to do a big thanks to everybody who's contacting Ashbury about the APO. I saw there was a lot, lot of people, man. Yeah. They Just yesterday, Friday, I talked to them on an email, barely. They're, they've received over like 130 emails about the rifle, people wanting it. And it'll be available the end of February. It's a, it's a good deal for people. And, and the, the, the positive feedback we've gotten from that. Have you talked about the rifle on the previous? Yeah, we did. I okay. already talked about right, cool. it. So, yeah, you guys can go. But go ahead and give us what you heard, thought, and saw at SHOT Show. Uh, one that, more thing. Oh, courses, courses. Courses for this year. Oh. So I'm going to get those up on the Mile High Shooting website. And that way you guys can sign up for them. Right now it's just word of mouth. And we've actually we've filled up the May course for the most part. I think there's maybe one slot left there. But... August is filling up, June, July filling up, and October, the guys that were uh, signing uh, up for the October class. So don't be afraid to sign up for courses later in the year because, like last year, it took us almost the entire year to kind of develop that course and make it what it is today. Right. So now, again, we're going to go through. I'm not saying that your first course of this year is going to suck. I'm saying that by the end of the year, don't be afraid to sign up for that course. And I changed it. When I knew there was windy stuff, like March is going to mm-hmm. be is a two-day course. It's a wind-focused course. And then when we go into like May and June, they're the three-day courses. And so I've mixed it up a little bit in how we're doing the courses uh, moving forward just to help people with their timing, with the cost, and to show up uh, to Colorado to do those courses. Yeah. So it'll be up on the site, but we've already got a, quite a bit of signups. For we've the max number of signups, we're almost half full throughout the year. Yep, and so, uh, it's just every day there's more and more. I, I would say 
since I've been back this last week, so I had to take a couple of days off because I was sick as hell. I got the shot show hiv. Um, but I, I would say every day since I've been back, I've probably signed up at least two or three people a day. Yeah. So just in this last week, I've, I've filled up almost so an entire don't course. Put it out too long. Yeah, don't because, don't put it off. Guys. Yeah, don't put it off because that's gonna that'll come back and be like, up oh, you're out of time, out of space. Yep. That kind of deal. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely something that we're, we're doing. I mean, we're just kind of keeping you informed moving forward and trying to get all this stuff, um, you know, lined up to make it easy on you uh, as, be- as most we can. So you can, like I said, well, I know I'm 100% full in Alaska. The Minnesota people, I haven't yes, heard back. Yes, I've from, been getting all dude, kinds of phone calls about I this. I have man. not heard back from the range. I don't have 100% because there's rules for some of these ranges when – you're charging people money. And so we had not gotten back the details on these other classes. Like the Tennessee class. I'm doing a class in Tennessee. It's a private class. And I asked them and they're already they're full. They're like, nope, only our friends are coming. So I'm even though I'm doing a class in Tennessee, it's at a private range, a private class with private people, and it's predetermined. So you you gotta look at these things where I only have X amount of control. I could say, yeah, these dates are available. This is what the money I'm going to charge is. They have to go to their range boards and say, can is there we a do good, this? Is there a good way to contact them for you? They just got to email me. Just email Just come them. on the site or go in the thing. And when I know, when I know, you'll know. There you go. That's you, even better. You know, that's I get kind emails of emails and phone calls about it all the time. Anything outside of Colorado, that's all Frank. Does. Yeah, that's not That's Mike. not me. That's not me. Right. Um, anyways, uh, a, uh, range day, ATAX. What a nightmare. So we get into, we get, you know, get everything situated and they've kind of, they've heightened security at, yes. at the range. At the range ATAX day range. had heightened security. Right. Oh so boy. we had to, uh, we had to do, we had to go through a couple extra hoops just to actually get to the range portion. Yeah. So to get over to range five, all the way down on the right and download all of our stuff Credentials, invitations, and license. To e- make sh- emails. Yeah. Cell phone, blood type. I'm telling you, Dude, it, was it was stupid. Yeah, it I was... mean, Mike and I are giving up all the paperwork. We had it printed off. Corey <clears throat> didn't have one piece of paper. Because when they sent the stuff, they sent it to the, the spam mail. Right. And so he he's had... like, he's in the back. I'm trying to, I'm just like, hey, Corey, just sit in the back. Shut up. Don't say anything. They're like, they're looking like when we pulled up, it was like getting, it was like a high risk traffic stop. Yeah. It was like in the window. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, what's up, man? They're smelling for pot. They're doing all kinds of shit. But then they made Corey go on his phone and actually pull up the email to show that he had it. I had to show them the email that I sent to the people uh, to get our actual range badge. Yeah. And then everybody, now this is supposed to be the vetted (coughs) range. The ATAC range is the LE military range. You're supposed to have been vetted to show up. Right. Who was vetted? Right. Like nobody. Yeah, nobody. And, was... and nobody was from, and not that we have a problem with anybody overseas. It's just that Mile High can't sell to you when you're from overseas. Right. So we had a lot of people, foreign, you know, shooters come to the ATAC range. And then it's like, hey, I'm really interested in this system. I really want to get into it. Oh, where are you from? Well, I'm from Poland. 
Well, okay, we can't sell to you, yeah, dude. Yeah. There's a. There, I don't even have a number for you to call to get one of these guys right. for that country. Yes, you know what and, I mean. And so, it was there was a lot of that. And so, then how many people like you talked to them? There was there was one or two people that were actually interested in the systems that that was I mean, here in the U.S. Didn't know anything. Oh, that uh, one didn't speak English. Didn't know anything. They just wanted to come and shoot our guns. They yeah. just wanted to shoot our ammo. They just wanted to shoot the guns and, and see how far they could shoot and make a headshot at, you know, 700 yards or right, something like right. that. Which is, you know, it's not impossible. Now, enter, you know, 28-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah. So, we're in the desert, and we're like, okay, we're in Vegas, and the wind, we're looking at the wind, and this was like a week prior to going out there because I checked the 10-day forecast. Mm-hmm, and I was me like, too. I was like, dude, this is going to be nasty out there. And we kind of chatted about it a little bit, and we're like, okay, well... We'll just kind of adjust fire when we get out there, and we'll just we'll re-zero the guns with wind on them, and we'll make sure that they're right. They're, point A, point impact, yeah, best we everything can. Everything is yeah, everything is good to go. And we had the good spotters out there, so we had a Leupold, and we had a, we had good kit this time. Last year our kit yeah. was not really. This time we were set up well. <clears throat> yeah, this year we didn't want for anything. Right. We had everything that we needed: tools, you know, optics, everything. And I even had all kinds of banners and all kinds of stuff that we couldn't even put, put out because it wouldn't knock yeah, it out. Yeah, it would have just taken it on down the range. And then, you know, ended up in the desert buried next to Vinny Bada Bing or some shit like that. There so, you go. Anyways, um, we're on the range, 28 miles an hour. And um, it's just, you know, one person after another, one person after another. But no, nobody, you know, it's not adding any value to anything. I could see if if you guys are listening to this and you guys are thinking about participating in the ATAX range day. I think it's like 3500 bucks, And... I think it's primarily for people who are like coming out into the tactical community with a product that nobody has ever seen before so that they can use it and try it out. And if you sell internationally, yeah, that is it. Everything else, it I don't... It's a waste of a time. It, it's a it waste of time. It was a real big waste of time this time. We got to do some shooting and I got to, you know, make some good on the, on the spot wind calls mm-hmm. and stuff. So for me, I kind of pulled a little bit away from it. But as far as like... A business side of things, it wasn't worth it at all. No, I didn't see it. I didn't <clears throat> see the value. I think Shot Show was actually messed up a lot of value added that they used to have, and it's just not there anymore. They're adding more stuff that they don't need to. They're yeah. just trying to get more money, which I understand. They're doing the same thing that everybody else in the world is doing. What can we do to get more dollars into our pockets? Well, we can add this, and we can add this, and we can add this, but 50% of the things you just added are not v- added value to anybody participating in them. Right. It's just more revenue for They're you, just saying but- that they can... Be, like, I think a lot of times, like, I'm not a huge fan of SHOT Show. I, I go because it's good for the company, it's good for business, and they want me to go. If I had my choice between the two, I would stay at home and watch the front door. Right. You know? I, I think that a lot of people go to SHOT Show so that they can say that they've been to SHOT Show. Like, yes. that's really it to me. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of like bucket list people where, gee, I just want to go because I I hear so much about it. Exactly. But it's not really, I mean, and I like meeting people. I like networking. Exactly. I I love doing that. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, like I had mentioned with me, when I'm in my suit and tie and I'm power walking from meeting to meeting, because I jammed in a hell of a lot more meetings than I really should have. People understand, like, I can't stop and talk to Frank right here, but then on Friday when I was dressed down and going on the plane, mm-hmm. then you have a lot more time to socialize, and it was a much more social environment for me. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to work the booth, and you're you're doing a job. You're working an yeah, actual... Yeah, I'm to work. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're... 
Diane's going to look buy. at your I'm numbers. Not, yeah, I'm not there to buy. I'm there to sell. Right. I'm there to uh, take care of the guys and, you know. Your customers. You know, every, and yeah, take care of the customers, but also, to, you know, take care of each other that's working the booth. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, somebody's. You guys were packed all the time. I oh, did, yeah. never came back and you weren't packed up. And it was nice. It was a nice central thing But you got to figure out how to get the get these guys relieved too because you can only really be in the fight for 45 minutes to an hour. Right. And then you need to take a break because you're you're constantly moving for at least 14 hours. Mm-hmm. You're constantly your feet, moving. Your knees. Yep. And then you're getting like... Uh, like a little wrap sandwich or, you know, a bottle of water. I'll tell you what, though. Dan, Dan like, did have good food for you guys. Oh, absolutely. She yeah, she takes care of us every single she year. She catered it for you guys, and Lunch. I was going in there. Dude, she, we had pizza one day. Yep. And some dude came in from, like, off the streets, like, right into our little conference room and just kind of loaded Delivered him. pizza. No, loaded himself up with pizza. Like, one of the people who were at the show... Oh, I didn't. Just even... the customer. Oh, wow. yeah. He's just like a dude that was walking around. He was like, "Oh man, I thought this was like some kind of food booth or something." He went in there, and they got himself hooked I up did with that some with pizza. The caliber. We're like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And he's just like, "Hey, what's up?" So the ca- I go up to every day. I'm going up to the Caliber Room, which is like a. Th- I'm thinking I didn't realize <coughs> at first Mark had bought a card, and it's only supposed to let him and one other person go into the Caliber Room. So I go up every day to the Caliber Room, and I'm eating gourmet meals. So on Thursday. Alice, I go up. Is this to, on like the fifth floor or something? Like yeah, that? upstairs. Okay. Yes. So I go with Alice at AI, uh-huh. and I've known Alice for years. I say, hey, you want to go have lunch with me? Because Dave Walls wasn't around. And she's like, absolutely. I said, come on up. Well, they had seen me every day. They never checked for my card. Oh. They just scanned my badge. So I just walk right in with Alice. So then I go and tell um, the other guys at the AI booth, I'm like, yeah, man, go upstairs and eat. Just they'll scan your badge. Yeah. And they're like, no, you got to pay extra for this. And I t- and I t- and end up they're sending like, like oh. four people upstairs that got just kicked kidding. out. <laughs> just, just kind of looking around. Oh. Oh, this hmm. was extra, huh? Because I've been going with Mark every day and not right. realizing he had two cards. And that's why four of us were eating there. Right. Thinking it was one card and all of us were eating there. But it was actually two cards. And so I, 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 I slipped in with Alice and, and I got like a free meal one day. And then everybody I sent after got kicked out. Nice. So that was funny. But um, what else did you happen to see? I don't know what you have in your so, notes there. Um, ASR. Yeah, you know. Oh, I got to talk to you talked, about that. Have you talked about it yet? No, I have not talked about the. Because everybody wants to know about the ATLA yep. and the ASR, and I was letting you talk about the mile high stuff or the AI stuff. Because not only that, is they're posting on Sniper's Hide right now about all the discounts and the AXMC. Yes. So, so that is actually lot. something that I want to you talk gotta about. You got to talk about that stuff. So let's, go let's, ahead. let's start with the AXMC. Oh, and before I get going, your video with Larry Vickers was excellent. Thanks, man. I yeah, appreciate it. It was that. good. And, and Larry's guys are getting so good. Their look is outstanding. That video looked good. Yeah, and the uh, the tone of it, yes. like the color and everything. Everything was beautiful. I mean, but that's a pro. He has a pro yeah. crew. And you know, just kind of behind the scenes stuff too. So the, you know, this is here behind the scenes of Shot Show. Um, when if you guys haven't seen that video, it's the Mile High. Uh, 2019 Shot Larry, Vickers, Larry Vickers. Larry Vickers. Go to Larry Vickers' go to YouTube thing. channel. You can see it, and you'll see you'll see my beautiful mug posted up on there. And uh, we talk about the ASR. We talk about the uh, Thunder Beast. Yep. Yeah, the Thunder Beast bipod, the ATLE. So we'll talk about all that zero stuff. compromise. Because there was they they give you about two minutes prior to them showing up. So Larry shows up first, and he goes, "Hey, I want to talk to somebody." And then 
somebody you know you just kind of put Randy your points the mic and yeah or uh, like hey Adam well Adam can't do that he's gonna go so okay well Mike's gonna do it okay well I'll do it no problem so we get about two minutes to decide who's who's talking right and then we have about two minutes to decide what we're talking about mm-hmm. and while we're deciding what we're talking about the crew shows his up. crew shows up with the and lights they start, and everything they start putting up lights and they start putting on microphones on you and everything like they're, they're here to link up with this you know they you got the lav mic you know you're you're getting tuned in and they're talking and you really don't you're just like gathering stuff together and you're putting it in meanwhile the booth is still running yeah it's still running people are still talking now there's a crowd that's right. generated because it's Larry Vickers and there's you know there's a camera and everybody wants to know what's going on so now you have i would say a total of probably 7 minutes before the camera's rolling and you guys are you know doing your your bit or yep. whatever yep so what we ended up talking about was uh, first we talked about the ASR then we talked about the Thunder Beast bipod. We talked about the ATLE. And, and you guys have to understand, there's a lot of editing that's done too. So we talk for probably about 10 to 15 minutes. They chop it down to a seven-minute video. Mm-hmm. Um, they take, you know, and they take a bunch of B-roll and you, and um, and then they're, you know, up and out of there. Probably in like at, was set up and take down about 20 minutes. Yeah, a little that. more than that, but yeah, about that. So um, there is a lot of stuff that we did talk about on the video that actually didn't make it to the final cut right you know whether it was somebody like had a piece of salad in their tooth or something like that you know they're just like i oh, cut that out so anyways um asr or actually let's talk about the axmc real quick so the asr is taking the place of the axmc so that to you guys is good bad for us um where you're gonna where you would have been spending you know eighty six hundred dollars on a multi-caliber sniper rifle uh 338 300 win mag 308 you're now going to be spending sixty-seven fifty, right? So and then ten dollars to ship it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So sixty-seven fifty is what, and we've been selling them all week now. That that has been out. So those of you who haven't or uh, haven't heard about this, that is now the, the most MC current. Now the MC is the long action. Everybody knows the MC is the long AX, action. MC is the long action. The <laughs> large AX3, firing pin, right. long action. The the AX three hundred eight is the short action, small firing pin. Because people confuse that one all the time. Correct. There is a short action version. There's a long action version. There is only one true AX multi-caliber rifle. And that's the long action with the inserts, with the multiple bolts. It does short action calibers, but you have to convert it. Correct. Now, they are coming out with a conversion kit to a small firing pin for the long action. Okay. So that is actually it's on the way. Know. It's like is it yeah, you're looking you're looking probably somewhere in like if I were to take a guess like eight hundred nine hundred dollars to get that that uh, upgrade that, that, that upgrade kit. And and when's that supposed to hit the streets? Because people act like well, it's going tomorrow. Yeah, it's not. Um, they're on order. I mean, I would give it probably until second or third quarter, around the same time the ASR is going to hit the streets. Okay. And that's and when I say the ASR is going to hit the streets, we're talking about the ASR kit. So that means the entire kit. Were, the deployment like, kit. It's the just deployment like kit, the, not the rifle right. itself. It's the, there was the PSR deployment kit, which they did the exact same thing as they're doing mm-hmm. the ASR deployment kit. So what you're getting in this ASR kit is everything that got submitted to the Army, how it was submitted. Yep. So all the the gun that we had was actually from Crane. It, it had gone right. to Crane and came back. And yeah, because it was all marked up. Yeah, and, it was yeah. all like, it was all written on and everything. But um, so what you're getting? So this this entire kit 
is $19,600. This is that is not just for the rifle by itself. A lot of people are getting confused. They're like, $19,000, $20,000 rifle. Oh my god, blah, blah, blah. like calm down. Mm -hmm. You are getting extra stuff with it. It's no different than like what Frank said with the PSR. The PSR is the granddaddy to the AXMC. Right. That's all. It's nothing more than that. So, how it just you... comes with everything in one shot. Right. So, of course, it makes sense that an ASR comes around. And then they go, this is the future of Accuracy International multi-caliber rifles. Right. Because it was submitted, it was good enough for them, so it was good enough for us. Mm -hmm. So let's go ahead and take that. That is now going to be the granddaddy of the next generation of uh, AXs. That's right. basically all it is. Right. Okay? Right. So it's just, you know, progressing forward. Does that mean that you won't be able to get a barrel for your AXMC or other parts and pieces and everything like that? Absolutely not. It doesn't mean that at all. We're still making barrels for AWs. Yeah. And we're still, you know, reaching... AEs. AEs. Right. Know, we're rechambering all those. I still AE. So you will still be able to get all the parts and pieces that you need if you want to get into an AXMC and not have to pay, you know, $9,000 plus for when an ASR actually comes out by itself. Right, right. Okay? So what you're getting in the kit, you're getting a couple extra barrels. You're getting a 300, or a, a 300 Norma, a 338 Norma. You got two bolts, one for a 308, one for the Norma barrels that you Which get. Which is the same as your 338 Lapua. It's the same bolt face. Right. The Normas, the, the Normas 300 the Norma, same. and the 338 Norma have the same <laughs> bolt face. So what they don't have that, that the PSR had was the 300 Win Mag Right, the, extra, the one so extra that bolt. Yeah, that extra bolt, they don't have it because the two Normas are, are using the 338 bolt face. Now, what we are getting Win Tactical to do, Win Tactical is the barrel company for Accuracy International. We're getting them to put in some uh, 6.5 barrels because the ASR is a small firing pin gun. Mm -hmm. So we're getting them to do some 6.5 barrels for us that are in the same Pantone color as the ASR it's itself. Kit, right. So the ASR is actually its own color. It was it was selected off of this Pantone list. Remember, from this the, is all Army spec, yeah. man. Every th There's a reason for every change in this rifle mm -hmm. because this is what the Army asked for. Right. As well as the bipod spec, the suppressor spec, the scope spec. All these things are dictated down to the period in the sentence. And the reason why we have to get wind to do the barrel is because the ASR takes a special contour because... The Army spec'd it. Well, the Army spec'd it, but also because the new forend is an M-lock forend. To fit the To fit the barrel screws. inside, yet to fit the barrel inside of that forend, yep. you have to have a certain contour. Right. So we're having them do the contour for us because you got to be able to extract the barrel from the uh, from the forend without when you it take hitting, it off. Without, without it hitting all off. your additions, exactly. your M-lock additions. Right. So... And it's got the monolithic rail on top, which is a true monolithic it rail. It is a true monolithic rail, so that's not bolted down like it is in the AXMC version. The safety's it, different. It's off the bolt and on the <clears throat> rifle. Exactly, and that's more of an AR style. So what they were looking for was kind of cross-platform training. Mm -hmm. So they were going, okay, it's you know, you guys are using you know battle rifles, AR stuff like that. You know, something with a thumb switch on it. We want something with a thumb switch for your uh, your precision rifle. Right. So they sw they swap that out. Standardizing training. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're not spending as much money in that department, even though it's a safety selector. I mean, it's whatever. Right. But it still is, you know, a training deficiency at some level, obviously, because they needed to put it into the rifle. And then the instead of having an adapter for the mags, you basically put a mag inside a mag. The, this is probably my favorite part because with the mag adapters for the AXMCs and, um, you know, trying to convert 
that mag adapter mag adapter from a left-handed bolt to a right-handed bolt all this stuff like people have been running into issues not you know we'll say engineers and you know guys processing and stuff right like you have to order x amount to do this and then you need to flop the cad system blah 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 blah. they solved the whole problem they took a 300 win mag magazine and they welded a 308 magazine on the inside of it there's your magazine spacer you it don't fits. need to put you know uh like how hrd has those six millimeter spacer kits for mm-hmm. the 308 you don't need to put a specialized spring, a specialized this. They're using parts that they already have. Right. They, they just, just comboed them it together, welded them shut, uh, welded them shut, and stuck it in, and it act, and it works. Yep. So, no, it, that, and it gives you one less thing to lose in the field. There you go. You don't have to think about it. There's no no adapter, no plate, no nothing. Just grab the mag you need and make sure you got the right one and put it in, and it fits regardless if it's the three thirty eight Norma all the way down to the three hundred eight. It's just grab the mag and stick it in. And they integrated the Arca Swiss rail into yep. the bottom of the forend, but they also integrated it were, into were, the chassis. Were you there with the with the Victor story? Were you? Did you see when I got when I got in trouble just standing there with Michael Victor when he brought his rail over? Um, I was probably about ten feet away. Okay. And it was so Which funny. Michael Victor's because... is nice. Don't get you know what I mean. For if you have an older AI, this will be a nice upgrade for the Arca Swiss stuff. Right. But it was a parallel track that he had no clue the ASR was even coming. Right. And it was funny because. Yeah, he had. He was talking about okay. Well, what if we could integrate a Arca Swiss rail into a rail system for an AX? Right. And we're like everybody just kind of looked around at each other. Got quiet. Got real quiet, and then all of a sudden, Irwin comes Tom around the corner. Like, yeah. Just like it was on cue, and then he's standing there with a with an Arca Swiss rail rail system in front of him that yep. you can put on an AX, which is on the ASR, and everybody's looking at like. Well, who told him that we were doing that? And it was like, well, uh, uh, no, uh nobody. Like, yeah, nobody. It just happened because yeah. the, somebody has been waiting. Obviously, people are creating aftermarket parts for it. It was bound to happen at some point as a, and he makes a lot of aftermarket accuracy international stuff. Yeah, the skins. So the whole it thing. only makes sense that the, he would the do grippy that. Grippy cheek piece, the skins, all that stuff. Was he his does. was his attachments M lock as well? Yes. Okay, so now he's basically has an ASR forend in his hand that he created. The only difference is, is he machined in flush cups. He machined in flush cups, and, and then did, he checkered the bottom, and it, and it had more of a sleek look to it. I yeah, think. It, it, it was kind of just like this, like uh, aesthetics. On in the middle of the arca swiss he checkered it so it hopefully didn't slide on a bag as easy it'll right. still slide but it'll have a so little got bit some of knurling on it. yeah he's got a little bit of that in it okay. so that was funny <coughs> that was funny because i was like oh all right i'm out of here I'm and, and go I right took, over here i took three steps backwards and still yeah. got in trouble <laughs> yeah yeah this was kind of like your that was your theme for the week was I'm every trouble. time you turned around and you you didn't even do much drinking and it was funny because like you, you're just like, oh yeah, well, well Frank said this. That's not what I said. Oh well, he didn't say that, but I think he meant this. That's not what I meant. Well, I was just standing there and somebody told me third hand what he had said, so I just assumed it was him. It was like, dude, what the fuck are you talking right, about? Right, they man? just wanted to get me in trouble. Yeah, and it was just it was ridiculous stuff. And then there was a lot of schoolgirl stuff going on. And I really, honestly, another reason why, like, if I were to choose to go to Shot Show. And choose not to go to Shot Show. I would just choose not to go. Yeah, like because there is so much of that stuff, and you wouldn't think that in our industry, with the people that we talk to and the people that we deal with—not you and I, but like just industry wide—that um, 
there's a lot of snitches out there and there are a lot of people it's like not even snitching though i mean it's like doxing i think is what they're saying because you're dude, taking stuff out of context they're taking stuff and they're doctoring it yes into to their favor just to make them look good it's like why do you need to make somebody else look bad to make yourself look good right right that and that's all they're any, doing that doesn't make any sense but you know i guess that's what we do nowadays so um but uh, uh the big question we get is the axle a, uh, it's ATLE. A-T, I'm sorry, the ATLE. <clears throat> so the ATLE, I can tell you about it. I can't get, I can't share a price with you. Uh, okay. Just because it is basically like a blue label Glock. Okay. So it is only, it is well, but strictly it is for, for law LA. enforcement. It is right. cheaper for LE, but there's ways around it now too. So I'll tell you about that. Okay. Okay. So what Accuracy International is doing is they are creating a law enforcement only rifle. Mm-hmm. period law enforcement only it's going to say law enforcement only on it law enforcement officers can buy it departments can buy it you know three letter agencies right. can buy it as you don't long have as to you be on have, the team you just have to be you just have to be have law a car enforcement. Yeah, exactly you just, have, to have, you just have, to, have to have credentials right so eventually yeah is it going to make it out into the world just like every cult that says for law enforcement use only probably yes but we're you know we're trying to limit that or they're trying to limit that by mm-hmm. putting these rules and stipulations on us. And that's what gets you the discount as an LE guy. Yeah. That you so, have credentials. That's going to save you a little bit of money. Exactly. And uh, you can email le at milehighshooting.com. Um, send them your credentials. You want pricing on that stuff. They they had Juan and Troy will take care of all that stuff for you. You can call me. I can help you out. But those guys are going to take care of you as far as law enforcement, military. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love helping you guys out. There's no problem. I can help you out. But that is their specific job. That's what they do. Right. So anyways, the the law enforcement AT is an AT with an AX buttstock. buttstock. Yep. Small firing pin. You can get it in 16 or I believe it's either 16 and a half or 16. Yep. And then you can get it in 20 inch or something like that. And I believe there's an 18 inch available as well. But it doesn't matter. We can cut it and thread it. Yeah, yeah. that just becomes Whatever you an want. extra yeah. gunsmithing cost. And what we've seen in the past, just between us, not doing any LE stuff, just between Frank and Mike, we have proven a 16 and a quarter inch barrel can work for law enforcement use. Like we're shooting them out to 1,400 yards. Yeah, universally. We've okay? shot them far. It will work for you. Don't worry about the barrel length. Even if you guys don't even care about law enforcement stuff and you want to shoot a 16 and a half inch barrel on your AT or AI or whatever, your freaking Bergara. It's a, it's a niche it's going thing, to but work. it works. It's, okay? And you, you have to be on your game once you get past a certain point. If you don't give a shit about terminal velocity, right? it doesn't it doesn't matter. Now, law enforcement, they're not taking shots outside of you know, 100, 200 yards, 300 yards tops. That is still a viable option for that. You still have terminal velocity with that it's round. Maneuverability. It's maneuverability. It fits in your car. It fits in your thing. You don't have to now walk it's upstairs. Folded, right? right? Folded. Now it's folded. I mean, you can take the barrel off. Fold so it. Fold it. Put it in a backpack, like a 5.11 backpack. Mm-hmm. Sneak into a hide. Deploy it. Put it all back together. And now you have a, a gun that returns true to zero every single time. Yep. It doesn't matter if you take the barrel off. Put it back on. It doesn't matter. It will return to zero. Every single time, as long as you tighten it up the way you're Do supposed, you're supposed to. to. Right, yeah. you get there's a process, but it'll work. <clears throat> so, anyways, um, what you're getting is that AX back end. You're getting a small firing pin. It's an AT, so it makes it more affordable. I mean, you're talking like for you know civilian use, civilian numbers. We're talking forty six hundred plus a nine hundred dollar buttstock. So, you, if you, so do, you could build it. You, you can build, build it. it for That's somebody. why I'm saying there's a way around it now. Yep. So it does, it, it won't say law enforcement use only, but 
for everybody who has an AT, we have some AX backends that you can upgrade to. Nine hundred dollars. Send us your rifle. We'll upgrade it to uh, with that AX buttstock on it. Uh, I believe if you just pay the nine hundred, I think it's nine hundred and four dollars. You pay us nine hundred and four dollars. We won't charge you the service fee. We'll just install the buttstock for you. Nice. And it does take some time. It does take a little bit of yeah, effort you to gotta, get that you on break, there. It's at the hinge. There's a bond on there. Right. There's a bond in the hinge, and yeah. you have to take the hinge apart, knock the bonding off. And we're not going this. to do fixed stocks. Right. So we're not chopping up fixed stocks or anything like that. It's just the hinge, <laughs> folder, we're AX doing, back. We're doing ATs right now. We're looking, looking, just... You're going to say, well, Mike said you guys are doing that. This is not what I'm saying. I'm saying we are looking into doing the pre-2014 AXs. Okay. We don't have an answer for it right now because nobody has coughed up the pre-2014. I have my 10. To, you could do my 10. For us to cut up and play with. You could do my 10. Good. <laughs> Bring it in. Yeah. We'll take a look at it. I don't know how long it's going to sit there because I don't oh, know I'm what the... Up. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, you're going to run to Connecticut or whatever. Bring it in, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if Adam wants to play with it. But the uh, fact of the matter is that we, we haven't started that. What we can do are the ATs right now. Mike from Voodoo, uh, mm-hmm. from Voodoo Gunworks. Mike Bush. Yep. yep, Mike Bush. He's getting his done. He's sending his in. He's all excited about it. We talked. I talked to him last week about it, and it was really cool actually talking to him. So um, just because I don't get out of the booth doesn't mean I don't get to talk to some really you know, cool enlightened guys. people. Right, right, right. You know, So I was able to uh, sit down and talk, and I wish I had a microphone sitting in front of me. I was like, I searched my pie. I was like, Where's my handheld at? But uh, we probably talked for about an hour and a half, and he is just one of the probably one of the smartest people. I'll have to call Mike. Mike's been around us high for a long time. Super smart. Yeah, Mike. I'll have to call Mike and have. So he's the he's the uh, basically the co-creator and founder of uh, of Voodoo Gunworks. So he's the one who's behind the machining of the Voodoo rifle, right? The twenty-two long rifle. Yeah. And they're doing a seventeen as well. Paul's more front office. Mike is more back room. And I got to talk to Paul. Paul's a super nice guy. He reminds me of. the dude from Pawn Stars. Yeah, yeah. Like when you look at him, not how he talks, because he just he's a super cool dude to talk to. But when you see him, you're just like, God damn, is that that guy from Pawn Stars? Nice. And then he's like, Oh no, I'm from Voodoo. You're like, Oh shit, even better. <laughs> you know, so <coughs> he's, That's a, awesome. he's a really cool dude. Um, what? Uh, so the ASR. Yeah, then, well, the other one you did the ASR. Talk about all the zero compromise stuff because I've been avoiding a little bit of. I ran into drama because I mentioned zero compromise. Right. And so now I've been kind of been really coy about talking about it, but you guys had it in the booth. You have, you've been selling them. Mm-hmm. What's the feedback you've been getting on them? So um, it's actually, there's there's positive and negative feedback on, on both sides. Right. Um, the positive feedback, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are uh, comparing it to a Tangent Theta. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know who Tangent Theta is, the armament technology, the guys out of Canada. Andrew Weber, good dude. Yeah, they put together uh, like the probably one of the most high-end scopes that are out there aside from like a Hensolt and, uh, right. you know. Certain Schmitz. Yeah, certain Schmitz. But I, I think, honestly, I think Tangent Theta is probably better than Schmidt, and that's just a personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And and if we were to take, you know, 10 scopes outside and, and you were to look at them and I was to look at them and then, you know, we grab some random dude off the streets to look at them, everybody would see something different. Right. So when you're, when you're looking at scopes – if it's, it's subjective. If it's over $3,000, just know you're getting a good scope, period, mm-hmm. is what it comes down End to. End of story. Yeah. Um, but the the zero compromise, I had a chance to talk to Jeff. Jeff uh, stopped by the booth, and I and it, he is pushing these scopes out. He's starting to get more and more going. Um, they wanted to make sure that they had 
properly brought them to the market. Yes. They didn't want to just shove it in your face and say, this is it. This beta is, test it for yeah, me. Yeah, beta test. You know, yeah, we want the end user to beta test. Like, that's put. I'm going to put together 95% of a gun, and then I'll have you do the rest, but I'm going to charge you full price. Right, right. Yeah. So he, that's not what he's doing. What he's doing is, you know, doing the honorable thing and actually uh, taking all the, the final steps in stride and going, okay, this is what we're doing. Now, there is, from what I understand, there is a thread on Sniper side about uh, some of the elevation. Uh, Turret. Yeah, there's the, turret. An, uh, the, the numbers goes, off a little. The numbers off. where the spline like half, is. Yeah. So, Mine wasn't like that, but if you lift it, reset it, you can reset it off the spline. Mm -hmm. So they're fixing that, uh, and they addressed it. <coughs> and it's just the elevation turret, It's just which the is elevation. Weird. So it's not the windage side. No, no. So the, the windage side, and this is a correspondence that we had between Mile High Shooting and in zero compromise is that they are making the elevation turret the exact same as the windage turret so we're not going to have the problem anymore that's right. done right so he's fixed it so yeah. we're on you know and really what it is is it looks like it's about a half a half of a tenth of a mil you know a fifth off the line it's mm -hmm. not quietly centered and it's usually that's the splines don't match up to the engraving but he's doing something like he said different so that that can't happen right and it so didn't happen on all of them. It's only like a third, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not, not the full. It's not one. a lot of them. It's like, um, out of I want to say it was like one batch. Yeah, out of the ten that we had, I probably sold like five, maybe between three and five. I don't know the exact number of how many I put my hands on. Okay. And then sent them off. And now I can tell anybody over the phone. I can say, hey, dude. Let me know how this works for you. And right. I'm just like, oh, yeah, totally. And then they go off and do their thing, and I never hear from them. I assume everything is okay. Because if something's wrong, I'm the first one they call because they got it from me. Exactly. So I do what I can to try to you know solve the problem from there. Now, out of the ones that I sold, and the only thing I heard of, and this was right before that thread started, was a guy who had got one and said, hey, dude, uh, I was really leaning towards brand X of scope and I got this one and here's what's going on. Describe that exact same thing that was wrong with, you know, being off on the digit. So I was like, okay, well, this is what we can do for you and solve the problem. And, um, you know, he's all worked out. He's happy. Everybody's happy. I'm happy. You know, the boss is happy. So we got that all worked out, but that was, you know, that was a, in that first batch and it was only one person that I heard of in that batch. Right. But there may be more, of course. I haven't read. I just heard about this, uh, the thread on Sniper Side. I haven't even read it. I don't know what they're saying. Yeah, and, and they're, but I do they're addressing that, everybody that the, and saying, oh, problem. we could fix it. It's a piece of cake. Mm -hmm. I mean, heck, it might even be a case where they just send you a new cap, turret yeah. cap, you know. But uh, they, I don't they've see, addressed it. I don't see him not doing something about it. Well, he's already has. It's yeah. already been. So it's done. Yeah, it's a done deal. Uh, and like I said, mine doesn't have that issue. And he said from now on, that's how they're going to be shipped. So right. problem solved. So that's so, cool. Um, as and far then, as the as far as the scope itself, being able to take it outside and actually spend a little bit of time with it more than I did at Shot Show last year, because uh, you and I had gone up there, right? But you only can see it in the room. Exactly, you can only see it under the fluorescent lighting. So we were just like, eh, yeah, okay, it's a scope. It looks good. It's a scope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I can see through it. That's great. Um, but now we can take it out into, and luckily for us, we've had some really good weather this week and some really bad weather. Mm -hmm. So we've been able to take it out and look at it in both of those climates and go, okay, I can see how it would work here. I can see how it would work here. So it is top, It is a top-of-the-line scope. Yeah. There's no question about it. Like, it, it's not, it's lived up to the, I believe it's lived up to the hype that has been put on it. 
Mm -hmm. and it flattens out super nice. I mean, moving your head behind it after you parallax everything out, after you get it focused on what you're supposed to, you know, what you want to be looking at, you move your head around. The the reticle's not jumping around. It's not moving. It's laying flat on its target. So it's everything that you would expect it to be for the dollar that you're paying for it. Yeah, I agree with that. And and that's, like I said, I've been kind of cagey with people only because it's been trying to be used against me. But I think it's a good scope, and then you read about the splines being off, and I've seen that before, and that's usually the engraver dish didn't have it centered in right. Well, I want you to know, Frank, that you're not allowed to like any other drink other than water. I know. You, I only you, can have water. You can man. only have water. You can no have, flavored water. No Kool-Aid. No hint no, water. No sugar, color, purple dye. Nope, none no, of it. No nothing. Water. Just water only. Water. H2O. Not cold. No, not hot. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Or room temperature. Room temperature. Whatever comes out of the faucet. Is it. Is it. That's it. That's all Frank can have. Because if I go and deviate, I get in trouble. Yeah, if you start to deviate and just start drinking lemonade. Mm-hmm, I'm... And you're just like, dude, this lemonade is really good. Ah, he said lemonade is good. <laughs> yeah, but that's how it is. But um, no, so that's cool. And then who else did you guys have that I saw you were talking with? Um. God, there was something else to people down at the booth talking with There's you. tons of people, man. It was like a flash. Yeah. I mean, anything spur-wise, because there was a lot. The Well, really right stuff's going to have a mount for the Zero Compromise. Their 36 was out down so in the booth. So with Spur, um, Spur came out with the hunting line. Yep, the hunting line. We haven't talked about that hardly at all. So here's, here's what you need to know about the hunting line. I talk to a lot of people that don't want to spend money on Spur, <laughs> which is understandable. It is a $400 mount. Right. Now, when I talk about them, it is the insurance policy to your $4,000 scope. Yeah. Is really what it comes down to. When I look at it, I go, why are you buying the Cadillac with not, without getting the AC and the cup holders? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why wouldn't you get something that would protect your scope? versus you know create more torque and force and everything every time you pull the it's, trigger it's really kind of like putting four spare tire donuts on the car mm-hmm. like you bought a cadillac but you 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 basically ran out of money when it came to the tires because yeah. that's what you're sitting so on i'm gonna get some you know let, let's say brand x rings and since i got this scope it's a lot smaller than the what the rings were meant for i'm gonna get some ring reducers on top of that right you know and then you start compounding all these problems stop doing that just yeah. get the right thing get your four it. donuts off yeah. put your spare in the trunk where yeah, it belongs get some spinners yes get some come on spin. son 22 spinners man well they're 20s but it keeps them clean uh, there you go so that that's what i'm saying <clears throat> man this is where you gotta look at your money okay we're looking at a rifle system okay you got your rifle you got your scope. You got your rings because your scope has to go in the rings and attach to the rifle. System. And then your bipod. These are all points of contact with that system. So if you're buying a $7,000 rifle with a $3,000 scope and then you're buying an $85 bipod <laughs> in $120 rings, hello? Yeah, you're, what you're telling me is the most sensitive part of your gun system your weapon system, system your most sensitive part that can fail you at any point <laughs> you are going to put the cheapest piece of shit on it to connect it yes to your system and, and, and that's what you're telling me that's what they're so doing anyways anyways so if you're gonna buy a spur buy a spur but now they have a hunting line out so you I felt, did you feel that transition? Yes, that now, was a good one. Now we're all calm and, we're and everything's back relaxed. Back zone. We're in a normal zone again. We're normal. We're talking. So we're rubbing ears. Mm-hmm. Look at the oosa. Mm-hmm. So with the hunting line, you're paying half. 
So you're getting you're getting half the mount though, right? Because you're not getting all the interfaces. No. So there are interfaces. But available. some people don't need the interface. Exactly. They just want a set of rings. So you get a unimount with the same quality that they put in everything else. You get um, the same leveling. Yep. So you can use that leveling wedge. Get out of here, dummy. Come on. Go. Find a way. Stupid dog. So, um, yeah. Oh, you're getting that leveling wedge. You're getting, you know, just across the board, you're getting the same name on the side of that, uh, on that side of that mount that you would have on one of the more expensive the dog, the ones. The dog's not paying no attention. Yeah, no, she's just doing her own thing. She's on her own. She's all worked up about the new puppy. You got a puppy? Yeah, the Loki. Yeah, I the, saw it. The little mini Roddy. Mm-hmm. So he's not a mini, he's a mini Roddy right now. He's going to be a big son of a bitch. But, um, yeah, we just picked him up the other day. He's, he's good, little man. But I'm a Spur fan, and I like the reduced size. So, I, I don't think you always <laughs> need, like, everything on the tactical side. And I like some of the right. smaller Spur well, stuff. Well, they have, yeah, and they have uh, three different, they have three different hunting mounts so they have a aesthetic mount mm-hmm. they have a hunting mount which has one interface that you can put on the top of the side okay so that just it's just you flipping the ring around okay okay and then you have the interface mount which has two interfaces one on each ring gotcha so the, that's their three style of you know the hunting mount. Line. yeah so they're actually they're doing the 4000 series now so to you that means the 34 mil tube um They've done the, the, the 30 mil tubes. So those are all available right now. 1.18, one inch, uh, 1.35. I don't know if they have a one and a half inch high yet. I'm still kind of learning their product codes on the hunting line stuff. Mm-hmm. I could tell you anything there is to know about all their other stuff. But the, the hunting line, since it's brand new, um, that's you know that's what they kind of brought to the show this year. So we had a nice uh, Seekins Havoc out there with, a, with the hunting mount on there. Right, right. Which... Um, you are going to see in big box stores. I'm not telling you what stores. What the heck is that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got kids upstairs banging around. Yeah. Um, you're going to start seeing them in big box stores. Mm-hmm. Oh, Spurs. To... Yes, I heard that. Yeah. So I'm not telling you which stores yet until we solidify everything. But they are getting huge. Yes. And once that hunting line gets out, then they're gonna, those stores will start picking up the regular ones as well. And what they they're gonna they'll have cantilevers, they'll have you know all that stuff. So gotcha. uh, you'll be able to see more of that stuff hopefully near you guys, near the shooters, near the listeners of the Everyday Sniper. You'll start seeing more and more of those spur mounts out there. And so. you guys are just delivered to the big box store. Then your listener can go <clears throat> into the big store and pick out a spur without having to sight unseen buy it. Exactly. So. Yep. Um, that's that's really good, and it's all coming from us. No, so nice. Boss is really happy about that. Spurs really happy about that. Um, all, all's well in the world. So this is a really successful last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. In yeah, that, you guys in were busy department. as hell, yeah. man. And you had a good show. And I, I, I hopefully my stuff it looks like it's going to be pretty good. And if that kicks in, it'll be in a nice place. Yeah. So um, yeah, man. I just thought it was a it, it, while it was a weird show for me. It was, I think it was a productive show, and I heard from other people that said it was a lot smaller, but it was productive. It was, yes. Yeah, so it was a lot smaller. It was a lot smaller, and I think a lot of it had to do with the government shutdown. Yeah. A lot of guys furloughed, so you normally see more people there from you know a team environment or three-letter agency, that, you know stuff like that. They pay for them to go right. and, and get them out there to see the new stuff and see if they want to use that or you know solicit or something like that. Um, but I think. At that level, walking around 
was definitely less people than I've seen you in the can, last couple you of years. You were able to, you know, the like the, the march out. You guys have to clean up. Mm-hmm. But there's that march out the hallway into the Yeah, the, the zombie walk. The zombie walk. Yeah. You could cross. You can stop. You can turn around. We're in the past. You were touching the person in front and behind you. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like that like this year. Nope. You, you can get through and, like, say I wanted to go across or I even saw people going upstream and managing to go upstream, which in, last year and the year before would have never happened. And this year, you could basically go in any direction you wanted on that exodus out, where in previous years, forget it. Yeah. No, you're trapped in there. Or yep. you got to go up to the second floor to come back down to the first. So, so. We're about ready to wrap. Yeah, cool. Um, how much, how we much got, time? We're we got? 55. we got about five minutes. Okay, talk. let's okay. talk about Kestrel real quick. Kestrel. So I did see some cool stuff at Kestrel, and then I saw some stuff where I was like, eh, I could probably pass on that. Uh, the data board that they... That, it was really cool. So they have that big data the board. The HUD. The HUD, yes, thank you. So the have you talked about it yet? A little bit, okay. not big detail. So, but so here's my thoughts on it. It's it's big and it's bulky, and it's not slim and sexy like your Edo. Okay. And... But it transfers. It transfers. Easier. Now, was it... it, it I don't know when it's actually coming out because it wasn't a seamless deal with a few of the toys that they had brought to the well, show. System integration is key. I talked about that where this was a system integration show and that's part of it where Kestrel and all these companies are now integrating their systems and I think they're they're doing a really good job. They just haven't got as elegant yet. And it was and this part was actually kind of funny. I can't remember the gentleman's name that was talking to us about because we talked to Katie. Mm-hmm. Katie was like, "Here, talk to this guy. He's super yes. smart." So he's we're the like, guru, right? Yeah. So we're like, "All right, cool. Let's talk to him." So he's got a so the one the thing that I really liked from Kestrel because one of the price point and two the size of it is that twenty seven hundred. The new little one that's yes. one hundred and eighty bucks. The or one gun. One gun. Yep. The, the one only gun. thing I don't like is at eight hundred meters. That's the problem. Yeah. So I like the size of it. I liked uh, the idea of mm-hmm. it. I get where they're I don't going like by the limiting distance. it. Yeah, they limit that on purpose. Yep. But I don't like the distance, but it was funny because he had that in his hand. He had a set of like cables, like connection cables in his mm-hmm. hand. And we're talking, we're talking. And he's like, oh, yeah, you plug this into this, and then you do that and the other thing. So he puts the cables in my hand, and I'm like, oh, cables. So I'm like trying to fit it into this thing, and he's like, no, it doesn't go in there. I was like, okay, well, what, is this, what are these cables going to? In the back, he's like, two holes. He goes, oh, well, nothing right now. And I'm like, <laughs> then why'd you hand me these cables? I don't understand. But uh, the, it's the concept that was right. there. You know, it's, well, this is a seven-prong. This is a five-prong. So this isn't working just quite yet. Well, are you guys adding Ford off to the system? Don't talk to us about that right now. Talk to us in two weeks, three weeks from now. Yeah, a lot of that. Okay. I, I, I saw some cool stuff that ain't, that's not ain't. That's not gonna be out until. Ain't, ain't. That's not gonna be out until NRA. I saw some really cool shit that we won't see until NRA. Right. I honestly think the best thing at the show. I don't know why they do that, man. It's, well, it's because so I get to irritating. go in the back room. I get to go in the I back know, room, and they still they're like, oh, we'll grab all the shit that we can't show to everybody. We're gonna bring it to the show. And we're gonna show people. Yeah. Like, dude, don't even don't even bring it. If it doesn't work, I like being on the inside and seeing it. But at the same time, it's like I can't tell you anything about it till May. And that sucks. Here, I'll tell you this. They're going to offer Ford off. We don't know when it's coming. How about that? There you go. You said it. I didn't. Yeah, Frank that was didn't not say it. That me. was Mike. That was not me. Okay. So, um, But he's telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you can take that out of context if you want. Yeah. Um, but that was that was what I saw. The, the HUD, 
I don't know if I'm sold on it yet. I like the idea. I like the concept I like of it. it it's like way too said, big. It's a little big and bulky, but I like what they're going and what they're doing. The direction is I really can't believe they haven't upgraded their screens and stuff like that. Yeah. And, Cause and flipping through it, I mean, it's it's easy. It makes sense. It's you know not, what it is? It's cold weather. The, the, the better screens don't work in the cold weather. That it's, makes the, sense. it's all the Alaska people's fault. Yeah. Mark fucking Taylor and his troublemen problems. They and buy shit. it and then they break it and then they're like, you, "Well, you're not supposed to use it." Up you know, there. Mark has a Hamas story from the airplane. Yes, he only I told know. The, I heard. He this. only heard, told the Hamas story four times, <laughs> uh-huh. and then he came home and two days later asked me if he told me the Hamas story. Is that what was going on the the airplane? Yeah, and the tattoo. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, we're we're kind of coming in. We got one minute left, man. Give it. We're gonna do the hour. Give him the minute. What do you got for a wrap um, up? That's pretty much it, man. It was all in all, it was a really good show. I saw a lot of folks that I'm glad that I had an opportunity to meet, and uh, we, you know, we BS'd for a while. We talked about courses, we talked about the everyday sniper, and I think that uh, the reception of this and what we're doing uh, just kind of, like I said earlier, solidified, and it actually gave me a warm fuzzy, and I felt good about it because I don't get as much feedback as you do. I yeah, get, I get, you know, from time to time, or people that I know. Actually, that people text talk me, to you a lot more than they talk to me, which is funny because they reach out to you more than they reach out to me. Yes, but so when, like I get more people I, in person inter- interacting. Yeah, and I'm I'm an interactive person. I like to interact with people. It doesn't mm-hmm. bother me. I'm not the guy that goes to work and gets pissed. I off see him rec- that I have to talk to somebody. I see him recognize me and point. Yep. keep walking. Right. Where at the booth because you're captured, they can come up and talk to you. Right. So they'll recognize me or they'll hit me up and anonymously email. Yeah. And they'll, they, you know what they do? They use me to get to you. Do they? They're yeah, nice. all the time. They, hey, hey, what's up, Mike? Hey, everyday sniper. Hey, is that Frank right there? Hey, can 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 you send him over here? <laughs> <laughs> they they're just using me, Frank. Oh man. So they they know the quickest way to Frank is through Mike. That's right. Yeah. It's like. It's like, uh, you know, love and food. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah, through your belly and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> quickest way to a man's heart is through his stomach. <laughs> That's right. You know. Quick, quickest for, way to Frank is for, to go through Mike. <laughs> yes, for the young lady out there, we're being all polite. So the quickest man to a, way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Yep. Or, <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> Come on, man. We gotta yeah. keep, we're keeping it PC. We're today. keeping it PG. Yeah. PC and PG. PG-13. It smells like bottom in here. I think mm-hmm. it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Make sure you comment. Go in the Podbean app and comment. Even if it's a one-word, two-word comment. Thank you for all the feedback. Thank, Thank you, you for everything going on in, in stopping us at shot and saying hi. The Australian guys who gave us patches and stickers. The Canadian guys who gave them the hat. <coughs> All that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, let me tell one more story real one more. quick. We got time. Wait, one, more. Wait, one more. So hanging out with Danny and his boys at Delta Tactical, um, Tony and Steven, and we were, we were out one night. We are drinking. We are having a good time. Went to the cigar bar. Uh, saw, I saw John Addis. I think I said hi to him. I can't remember. I, was, I had yeah. a few drinks or whatever. and um, Or I didn't say anything to him, and he left. One of the two. I can't remember really well. But we ended up at White Castle across the street right next to the hotel that I'm staying in. Mm-hmm. So I'm there with Danny and Tony, Steven, and we're leaving. And you know how there's always the limo that's like, hey, we'll take you to the strip club and we'll yeah, yeah, pay yes. your entry fee and get you a lap dance for free and all this that stuff. That got me roofied. Right? <laughs> Floried. Yeah. So, so uh, we leave White Castle. Dude's standing outside, got his suit on, got the limo. He's, he's talking to I'm trying to talk to Danny because there's only one time a year that I get to see these guys. And I enjoy hanging out with them. Right, right. So... I'm like, I'm trying to talk to him. This guy just keeps, hey, hey, come on, man. Let me tell you. I'm just like, hey, dude, chill out. Calm down. So 
Danny, blah, 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 blah. And, yeah, you know, we're going back and forth. We're telling, you know, we're talking, we're laughing, we're having a good time. This guy just keeps interrupting. So finally, we're like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to my hotel. They're like, I'm going to go back to our hotel. I'm like, all right, cool. And I turned to the limo driver and I had my drink from White Castle. And I said, here, man, hold this for a second. And he, and he takes it from my hand. And I walked off and went <laughs> around the corner. And then uh, I can't remember who it was. One of the three of the, the Australian dudes turns around and goes, boom that just happened <laughs> and he's all god damn it and threw it against the wall and everything is it was just funny walking away from that i was like here dude hold this for nice. a second and, and one one more i already said thanks once but you're here thanks to glenn seekins for absolutely for dinner i, I sent him a uh, Did you? a message on uh on the the, e the interwebs okay um via email i don't know why i couldn't come up with that just now but i did email him and, and thank him so that was really cool we went to stack mm -hmm. and had a very very nice dinner and ran into uh, Glenn and uh, who who somebody Jason else. Jason Kime. He was actually a sniper side moderator at one time. There you go. And uh, and said hi to them, and we got a uh, got a twelve dollar bill when yeah, it was got over. a twelve dollar bill. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So it was like here's your bill, and it was like twelve bucks. Everybody was prepared to pay, so that guy got a really good tip. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that was thank you, Glenn. We appreciate it. Yeah. All right, you. guys, you've been listening to the Everyday Sniper, uh, and that was Mike Shot Show wrap up. Man, that's your behind the scenes with him. Uh, thanks to everybody, like I said, for sharing, for commenting, and for just moving us around the chessboard. Yeah, it's been a good time. We're going to have another good year.